0: Invite a Celtics fan to the stream if you know hey, one.
1: Hey, <laughs> hey, fuck it. Joelle. Hey, hey, fuck it. Whenever you want to do the intro, June, you do it, but we live.
0: We hey, streaming. Fuck it. Let's go. Tag who's a Celtics fan. Team? Fuck it. Joelle, your team? I'm trying to mute my phone. Hold on, since Where we live. Know? I'm about who's to mute team? my phone. We live. Fuck it. That's how we're we doing team? it today. Let's go, baby. Fuck it. You hey, know this is the all who's things sports podcast. Heat hey, He knows I'm a heat fan.
2: Can you feel the heat down in your soul? I feel the heat down in my soul. Can you see the heat there in
1: control?
0: SP in the background. Shout out to my co-host, Small Town EP. Shout out to my special guest, Big Time Kev. Hey, it's a lot going on right now. We just kind of got live. We went live. I love it. Uh, Small Town Studios is going up right now. Philly is up one zip. It's ironic that I put on the Philly hat. (laughs) I I ain't even really realized that. Look, I put on the Philly hat, so SP would be really mad if he saw me. But if you hear some talking in the background right now, SP's on a phone call because, you know, other fans of other teams are letting them have it for the Celtics being down 1-0. I think, I think it is what it is. Fan.
1: I think it's a Heat fan letting them have it, actually. But um, it, is. Yeah, it, is. Man, it is. It's It's a Heat like, fan that's letting them have it right now.
0: This is, this is playoff season, man. And um, at the end of the day, when your team wins yeah. in a series, especially a semifinal series – Game A game is huge, so you take that 1-0 lead, you take that 0-1 loss, it, it, it either feels great or it feels horrible, and um, Knicks fans, welcome to the show, I appreciate y'all for listening, I appreciate y'all for support, um, honestly, um, but there's a lot of Knicks fans that are like, yo, you know, I'm not even upset. At the end of the day, bro, every single fan is upset after a playoff loss, bro. That's just how it goes as a fan. If you really love your team, you're going to feel it, and you're going to feel upset. It's not to say you're going to be holding on to it and thinking it's the worst thing ever, but to be like, I'm not even mad. We knew they'd win this uh, a game in the series. Like, bro, why aren't you mad? <laughs> how? You, you was rooting for them the whole game, and they didn't win. How are you not? <laughs> you don't go from cheering – somebody's name all day and then just quiet for the last five and a half minutes and say you're not mad that doesn't but listen anyways by the way we're gonna get a better link what we got to do is we got to get the link from the actual youtube like go on youtube Ah. click on the video get that link because that link that you be that we be finding it don't be ham. so um all right it is what it is we'll we'll find a link if you know a celtics fan tag them uh Invite him to the stream. If you know a Knicks fan, tag him. Invite him to the stream. If you know a Heat fan, tag him. Invite him to the stream. If you know a Warriors fan, tag him. Invite him to the stream. But look, man, like I said, this is the All Things Sports podcast. we just obviously on one tonight. It's Monday night. Uh, I'm coming off of a a, a Heat victory. Me and Kev over there celebrating. Kev, listen, I had a great day, bro. I got to see Pat Riley. I know you saw the video. That's I got to hero. see Pat Riley. I got to see... Max Struess, I got to see Duncan Robinson. I got to see uh, shout out to Orlando Robinson and Hayward Highsmith. I got to see uh, who else was out there. Uh, so did you- Caleb Martin, I dapped up Caleb Martin and dapped up Chris Quinn, Coach Quinn, and Caron Butler was out there. It was lit. Oh, <laughs> was
2: it by was it by chance? No. Oh, okay.
1: You
0: got the drop. No, this was, this was purposeful. Oh, you got the
1: intent. drop on you him. Got the drop this on. was he, intent. Hey, and he spun this the block intent. on him too. And he spun the
0: block too. I did yeah. my research, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to, shout out to, to, to the heat man. Shout out to, you know, just the city of New York for being so hospitable. I'm sure those rooms in the, in the uh, hotel they staying at is beautiful. I'll say that. Right, but, they, um, got the pat, pat. they got the and small
1: joints. They got the small rooms with, with the missing towels. And all that. I promise a, they, they get, don't, fam. They get hospitable. Get the fuck
0: out. <laughs> listen, of, listen. Whether you like them or not, the Miami Heat are gonna be cared for and and taken well, taken uh taken well cared. Not of. in the playoffs. Make sense. Not in, in the ways. playoffs. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: did, was it my imagination or did Pat acknowledge you? You saw that. He, he
0: turned. You saw that. Yeah. you saw that. You saw that. You yeah. saw that. I'm glad you saw that. Yes, it was not your, it was what you saw on camera was what I saw. It was my eyes. That shit was crazy. <laughs>
1: that
0: shit was crazy. I'm like, nah, yeah. man, this is, this is dope. I didn't get to see Bam, Jimmy, Coach Spo, <clears throat> but I, and I, I got to I see the Godfather.
2: Public. Jimmy took the. Back Yo, he was away,
0: walking in the street, post, bro. Probably. If you go check his story, bro, he was walking in the street oh, yeah? all over. Yeah, you go look at his story, bro. It's, it's cool. I'm like, bro, Jimmy's outside. Um, yeah, hey, I hope
2: that. I just hope that ankle's okay. If it's not, he can have mine.
0: <laughs> he can have my yours. He could take UD's. Who said that? UD? You said that, or who? Nah, somebody I mean, like, I was, yo, he, he could, could do a surgery at, with UD and take his ankle because he's not using it. I was like, yo. <laughs> nah, UD, UD
2: needs his ankle just in case he needs to go check somebody like he did Bobby Portis.
0: Facts. But look, man, look, it, it was it was one game. We're 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 coming down off the high. It's game two tomorrow night, which would be Tuesday at the garden, seven o'clock. It's going to be competitive. It's going to be a dog fight. Jimmy's probably not going to play. Randall might sit out another game, seeing that Jimmy doesn't play. I'd like to see how they say that Jalen Brunson goes on questionable today, which is funny, but I think he'll play. Um, (laughs) It's going to be an interesting series to see how coach Spo deals with the Jimmy ankle and how Jimmy can deal with the Jimmy ankle going forward. Uh, I give credit to the Knicks game one. They, they came out strong and played a good first half. And then that third quarter, you know, we really turned it up on them boys and, and took advantage of their missed opportunities and mistakes. Um, refs is going to always be mentioned when you're talking Knicks basketball and when you're talking, you know, casual NBA anyways, because it's what it is. People travel, they don't call it. People carry, they don't call it. People foul, they don't call it. It's the life of the NBA player. All right. I'm not gonna be the one to tell you the game's gonna come down to the ref or, or feel this like, oh my god, like, yeah, it happens, bro, it happens, but it is what it is. Um, Kev, also, give me some thoughts rest, on game one, and then. Huh? Oh my bad. Go no, I- I'll finish no,
2: my no, no. after you. On game one, you said no, no, no. I
0: was tell- I was gonna ask you about game one, and then thoughts going into game two. But you can you can definitely just tell me what you was gonna say. Yeah,
2: so I was just gonna say about uh. When it comes to refs, like, I don't think the Heat feel bad. We just dealt with Giannis last series. And I think there is a game where he shot more free throws by himself than we did as a team. So the ref talk doesn't really, you know.
0: And there are those Heat fans, you know, that that there's every type of fan for every situation. So at the end of the day, (laughs) every organization is going to have their fans that say this or feel this. There's going to have their fans that this, that. It is what it is, bro. Listen. That whether they helped your team or hurt your team that day, we can't do nothing. The players can't do nothing. The coach can't do nothing about it. So why are we talking about it? Is my is my yeah. sentiment. But yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead with your thoughts for game one, and then and then going into game two with the with the Jimmy thing.
2: Uh, I mean, game one came out a little scary. You know, getting down early, getting out double digits early. Um, but uh, this team is, I don't think, is really phased by that. We just played the seven-game series against the Celtics last year. I don't think this team is, like, intimidated by the playoff Definitely atmosphere not. or anything like that. Um, it's evident. I'm, like, so, yeah, clearly. I, I mean, I'm so – I get so torn on Gabe mid-game because the shots that he takes that I'm just like, what are you doing? But then those shots go in, and when those shots are going in, it's like, what can you really say? So mm-hmm. um, I thought he's he's stepped up all playoffs I think and I think he's still underestimated I think this whole team is underestimated just because of the season we had but you look back at last year and what everybody did if that team comes back and is playing this year then you know this I mean this is a competitive basketball team Um, it's just a matter of can they knock down shots and can they play defense and get back to that identity they had all last year which they didn't show all regular season but they've shown so far up to this point. Um, in the postseason Um, going into game two obviously you need Jimmy but again this team has is a weird team they've like all year it was like let's get through the season let's be over with this season already and now it's like this team has become one of the more exciting teams in in heat history probably after knocking off Giannis um and now you got a series against the Knicks and you know if you can advance past this, who knows what's to come. But um, you know, looking at just looking to the next game, game two, I mean if you can get a win in game two, you pretty much you know, you don't and win we the know, we know what it means you, when Yeah. You come back home we know a lot of win. what
0: it means when the Heat win game one or lose game one. That's kind of where we're at with it. Like when the Heat win game one looks like we're going to win the series. Most times when we lose that game one, we're like, fuck. fuck." Yeah. We lost game one to Boston in the Eastern conference finals last year. Right. Or, or what?
2: Yep. Yeah. Or I believe so.
0: It's a big game. It was home. I think it was a home game that we lost. I, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I I feel like we lost. Um, it, it, it was a huge game. And, and by the way, everybody, uh, Thank you for listening and, and supporting the podcast. We're gonna talk about the NFL draft. We're gonna talk some baseball, so stay tuned for that. Um, we obviously gotta get our heat shit off real quick. Um, we gotta talk our NBA playoffs. Kev's obviously wants to jump right back in. Let's get it. What up?
2: Well, yeah, I was just gonna. I was just gonna say. I think the biggest, outside of Jimmy being healthy, the biggest factor in the series is Spoke, and I don't think Tibbs can outcoach Spoke. So, so that,
0: I, I agree to it. With- I, sorry, go ahead.
2: No, no, no. I was, I was just gonna say, like, the way, the the way that they pulled Mitch Mitchell Robinson out of the paint, especially in the second half with the empty corner pick and roll, it was working for them all game. And after the second, and they and they stuck to it. It was that, and and go to Jimmy yeah. and let Jimmy do his thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So when Spo finds something that works, he does. He spams it until you can stop it. And if you can't stop it, then
0: he'll find the next thing that works. Yeah, yeah. Or he'll find the next thing that works, if anything. I was gonna make a point, but
2: that's been Jimmy and Spo have been their two biggest advantages to this point.
0: I I totally agree with you. Um, I tried to disagree with you for a second, but I totally agree with you. Um, I was gonna mention, you know, their shooting because. You know. They've been playing well and shooting the ball well and scoring well offensively, but game one we didn't come out and shoot a great shot, right? Like we were missing shots, and um, it was it was a lot of what you said speaking of Spo. So yeah, um, I definitely don't see Thib- Tibbs out coaching Spo, and I'm not saying oh it has it's nothing to do with Tibbs better or wor- well it has everything to do with him being better or worse, but it's not about like you know going at him. It's more so that Spo is just who he is. And this is what he does. He's, he's a master class at being able to expose and find the, the kinks to to make something that doesn't look appealing, <laughs> attractive. You know. So and, and it's not to say that
2: it's not to say that because they have spo I think is the best coach in the league, and he's only won two championships in how how many years he's been coaching. Bell Coach of the years, exactly. But it, so it's not to say like he's just because he's the best coach out there, he's gonna win. You know what I mean? But I think if you have the best player on the court and you have the best coach in the series, then uh, that's a good, that's have a good your fair um, chances. formula.
0: Yeah. And so. Tibbs was like one of the major key factors in the Knicks beating the Cavs. Right. And he had a great series and not to say he can't bring that to Miami, um, which I expect him to do so. You know, going into game two and further on. But uh, yeah, Eric Spoelstra is just a kind of a step ahead, if you will. Um, this is also the guy who Knicks fans were chanting to fire midseason, right? Same guy. And to his credit, he's definitely made them feel a complete 180. Maybe not a complete. I don't want to just speak for them, but I'm sure he's definitely changed a lot of their opinions as far as what he's been able to do with, you know, this rotation in this team. So shout out to Tibbs yeah. on that. Um, so, Kev, Boston just, I didn't watch the game. I got home. I, I had a kind of busy day after work. I got home and uh, I see Boston is is up by one. With 20 seconds left, and James Harden goes for his 45th point on a three-pointer over Horford, takes the lead, and from there, <laughs> it hits the dagger, basically. Did you watch more of the game than I did? Anything um, you can speak to?
2: I was in and out of it. I didn't watch the entire, like, in its entirety, but I watched um, a good portion of it, I would say. To me, you, you want me to talk about it? <laughs> To me, yeah 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 the, uh, I was saying okay
0: can you speak to it <laughs>
2: yeah yeah no, so to me the i mean Philly won because James Harden went back to like like E said before you came on it was Houston James Harden tonight yeah All right and i mean Houston James Harden was getting team getting them two two wins in a series by himself so i mean if James Harden is is shooting the way he shot they also got uh help from Melton Melton was big today um, right shooting the ball, especially in the first half, kept a minute. Um, but yeah, James Harden was just vintage James Harden tonight.
0: Somebody in the group chat actually spoke to that James Harden Houston comment. Uh, they were like, Yo, I think he's gonna go off Houston James Harden tonight, and I thumbs downed it. and I was like, Yeah, I don't think so. Game hey, one you know on what's... the road in Boston.
1: Uh, sorry to cut you off, but what's funny about that is that I saw a lot of uh People in the gambling community today saying James Harden under twenty-seven points. James Harden under 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 tonight, and I think he might have heard all of those sentiments because that boy came out and played <laughs> played a clinic today, man.
2: Yeah, that was uh, he it was it's Houston James Harden. That's really all it was. At the end of the day, he was I mean he couldn't miss and hit the game winner. So
0: did did PJ Tucker uh. <laughs> Go back to PJ Houston PJ. <laughs> or or am I dragging it?
2: <laughs> no, PJ's PJ. I, I I think PJ does things that you need from that position.
0: Hey, shout out to Brandon. Uh he said it's like some people forget Harden was a three time scoring champ. Also, the f- uh the spread was wide as fuck for no reason. And he said, I definitely told people to take the over. Yeah, it's facts. And then um Mike Lee said he's also not consistent. That is true. I mean, I, I was gonna. Say, I feel I like.
2: Think... No, go ahead. No,
0: nah, I was just gonna say I, I feel like James Harden knows he can bring it when he needs to, and um, he doesn't have to be that forty-five point guy on this team. He's put up twenty-six and thirteen all season. That's good enough for me, you know. And and all star talk, he you could call him a snub, you know. If you want to call Jalen Brunson a snub, you can call J- uh, James Harden a snub as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Shout out to my young boy Brandon in the in the in the chat.
0: Fact, Shout out to him.
2: I don't think people forgot that James Harden is a three time scoring champion. I just he hasn't been that guy since since he left Houston. So
0: Yeah, he's battled injuries his his time in in Brooklyn and then his time in Philly as well. Injuries and narratives. was injuries. (laughs) (laughs) Well look. We're gonna switch. We're gonna switch real quick. I just want to throw a quick shout out to the Florida Panthers. Game seven, biggest comeback in in NHL history. Down three one versus the Boston Bruins. Sixty five win. Boston Bruins. Um, President's Cup curse. Word to e. President's that Cup curse. Word to e. Um,
2: that building has seen better days. <laughs> Yo. They might need Kyrie to come and uh, sage that place again or something.
0: That shit is crazy, and um, back to back nights, they take a game seven l, then a game one l to Philly. James Harden show, and uh, who scored the? It was Connor Verhage, right? It was Verhage with the game winner. Shout out to Verhage, man.
1: Shout out to. He often fades,
0: Mike. Mike, I'm trying to make sure I see it. I think it's Mcil McKeel, McKeel three thousand. He said he often fades away during the playoffs. He has a two game expiration date in all playoffs. Oh. I mean, it's fair. You can't argue the fact that James Harden doesn't play as good as he does in the regular season in the playoffs. Um and but he is an MVP in the year that he did win it. I believe Chris Paul getting hurt messed all his chances up at being uh a finals champion. So it is what it is. But uh Shout it's to James Harden open
2: this year though. In my opinion, I think- Sure is. The Lakers have a chance. I was gonna say, I think you look at all eight teams and you could make a realistic case for all eight teams who are still in it, which I don't think you could have said for the past, I don't know how many years.
0: Yeah, I like that take, hold on. Cause in the West, I thought about it, that's true. In the East, Boston, Philly, Miami, New York. Yeah, I mean, as far as how everybody has been playing so far and on both wins and losses, and being beatable and looking great. It's like the only... Yeah. T- okay, so let's look at this. In these playoffs, up until this point, the Heat got blown out in game two.
2: Yeah. The Knicks got blown out in game two.
0: The Knicks got blown out in game two and dominated every other game since and, like, played yeah. good. And, and that's what the Heat have done as well. Not... The Heat did, didn't dominate every game since because we... Game Game four, uh, game... Four they when Jimmy back. dropped. I mean, 50, game three yeah. when Jimmy dropped. Yeah, yeah, four. When he dropped 56, uh, they definitely had a good comeback. But um, they haven't had a game outside of game, two that they look like, okay, yeah, you can kill this team. Like Memphis, you know what I mean? They got knocked out, and they got killed. And the Lakers also got killed twice, I believe. Um, Did they get killed once or twice? No, they beat them in five. They just got killed once, right? No, they beat them in no, they six. No, they beat them in six because they couldn't close out. Um.
2: Yeah, they I and it they was bad. Game two, I think game five wasn't as bad as two. I don't remember it though, well. because game two was no. I think it was. The, uh, I think it was.
0: Out. Yeah, but I think game. I think the loss was pretty bad.
2: Oh, you're right. You're right. It was close in the first half, and then they yeah started to pull yeah. away. In um, half.
0: Yeah. the Suns. I mean, these Nuggets. The Nuggets haven't looked like they're just some beatable team yet. Like, they got beat one game, right? The Timberwolves won one game, or did they sweep you? I'm tripping. Two games. Two games. I believe they won two. Shit, they went to six?
2: Am I? Okay. Right?
1: Am I tripping? No, I think they went to five.
2: Yes, they did. They went to five. They went to it five. It was five. Okay, was okay. Because okay. then Anthony five. Edwards with the J. Yeah, cause I'm it was like, the don't game don't Anthony Edwards
1: was like, don't worry, we're not out. It yeah. was 3-0, and he was like, yeah. don't worry, we're still in this. That's and he true. came back and won by, like, one point, and then we, we know what happened.
0: Facts. So, um, that's funny. So, um, you said, Knicks and Heat definitely have the lowest odds. Heat offense in those desperation games or give Jimmy the ball and get out the way. Brandon said that. That's a great point. Knicks and the Heat have the lowest odds. The Heat offense can be abysmal at times, and we've seen that all throughout the season, you know. But also What's the up?
2: Heat's offense was that last year in the playoffs, and they got a shot within the finals.
0: Right. Well, so I I think to that point, we we were that all season, but in this playoffs, we're like one of the best offenses. You know what I mean? And we flipped right. the switch completely. So it's like, I do agree that you know Jimmy needs to be there, and and he needs to get us in and out of tough situations, but um. We're knocking shit down too, you know? And Bam Bam's gonna have to step up in this game here. Bam's gonna have to show, like, yo, when we needed you in the regular season, you were able to do it. And you had your your flashes of of really good games. And we need one of those nights tonight. It's not Brooke Lopez down there. I know it's Mitchell Robinson, but it's not Brooke Lopez.
2: I think I think Bam was really good in terms of keeping Mitchell Robinson off of the offensive rebounds.
0: Yeah, he was boxing him out and putting a body on him for sure. He had, and then he had 14 rebounds, and somebody in the Knicks Twitter space jumped at me. Like, I was like, he did a good job of like containing Mitchell Robinson, and he was just like, 14 rebounds? I'm like, bro, first of all, I mean, 14 rebounds is good. It's not elite. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do that one time, it's not elite. Like, 14 14 a game. Yeah, I get it, but.
2: He had 12 box outs also, bam, which was (laughs) most in the game. I mean, you're yeah. not going to stop a guy that big from getting rebounds, especially getting defensive rebounds. But it's a matter exactly. of keeping them from getting those second-chance opportunities and those second-chance points, which he did, he boxed out. And it's like if, if Steph Curry would have dropped
0: 35 and and had a close game versus the Kings, or how he dropped 51 on the 50 on AS and, and showed them. You know what I'm saying? It's like right. it just is different. It's a different impact. So uh, shout-out to Bam, but we need him offensively tomorrow. <laughs> like yeah. that's that's –
2: Especially if point.
0: Jimmy's out. Oh, it's Rodney. Okay, shout out to Rodney, my boy. Shout out to my boy. What, what I wanted to find the other, uh, what he said, the other shit he said. Hold up. Fucking with the chat. Let me see that. Uh,
2: are there Are there any Knicks fans in the chat?
0: Um, i I don't believe so. I don't believe so right now. Because I, I but, a,
2: Uh, I said it on Twitter. We say it on the podcast too.
0: Talk that shit, man.
2: Because the fact, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna, just just real quick. I've been very (laughs) silly, but it's the Knicks and it's fuck the Knicks always. Um, so the fact that the Heat are supposed to be intimidated by Madison Square Garden like it's some fucking magical arena, get the fuck out of here. We have more banners hanging in whatever the fuck they call it now. We don't even know what the fucking name is, and we still got more banners hanging there than they do in MSG.
1: So, listen, hey, listen, I the, hear the, you. The, the, I the hear gym, you. That this is some. some it's not, great but it's not called the Mecca of league. basketball for no reason, bud. It
2: ain't. It, it ain't it, this team. Like does. they
1: don't. They don't call it the Coliseum in Rome for I no reason. It. You know, it's called the mecca of basketball.
2: I never questioned New York fandom and I'm sure the atmosphere in there is great. But bro, we've seen three titles in this building. It's, you know what I mean?
0: Whatever you wanna call it, I feel that. And you could call it the Cassia Center, you could call it AAA, you could call it FTX, you could call it Crypto, you could call it whatever the fuck you wanna call it. That's where championships have been won, so. um and and in recent memory let's let's right. let's remember that not uh, 50 years ago so yeah I, I get what i get what you're saying e i do have respect for
1: you gotta have respect I, for the mecca
0: I, I do have respect for the mecca of basketball i'm not saying, Madison Square Garden, I'm not saying that you guys on, have to be as intimidated one of the, by it as is one like of the that. best hosts to many yeah, boxing great great boxing fights uh amazing events that they put on drake jay-z sellouts Nas. um he'll be here this summer as well drake so like I get it, you know, they they definitely definitely have a great venue uh that attracts a lot of people from around the world and great artists and and talented um people. But and and even other basketball teams like, you know, the Warriors when they travel there in 2017 like that's that's a show, you know. I get it. But as far as and, what the Knicks have done for that arena
2: and it's, it's not also much. like I mean, I mean, Jordan Trey
0: Young a, got a lot of a lot of rent rent money collected over there. I'm not going to lie. No.
2: I mean, Trey Young was taking bows at Center Court. You got Jordan dropping 55. You got what what else happened uh you, oh, Steph Curry broke the record, the three-point record there. What's the common what's the common denominator? This is all Listen, I'll tell you opponent.
0: this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. The Heat just lost uh just beat the Knicks and they're still chanting fuck Trey Young. So, you, 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 uh,
2: let's go, Heat.
0: I mean, I, I, you know, we're indifferent here, but that's fair. That's fair. Gio in the chat, man. Shout out to my man, Gio. Shout out to Gio. Yo, we live. Yes, sir. We live. Um, let me get catch up on these comments real quick. Rodney said, uh, Sally, the Heat are definitely underdog. And then Brandon said, Nixon. Okay, that, that's, I read that. So, Rodney said, the three pointers get underlooked due to the defense and our offensive play by Jimmy. I agree. We are knocking down shots. Um and people want to say, like, Jimmy has to do everything, but shit, if this team is knocking down shots the way they are, bro, the sky's the limit. Um, he said, My fear is the help with Mitchell that Mitchell will get from Randall, which is true. Randall's definitely gonna go off to impact things. Yeah. Um, he is, but Randall shitted in the Cavs series. He really, he really didn't show up. And yeah, I'm not saying he's supposed to do it again, but he wasn't supposed to do it at all. So let's see what Randall they're going to get. Who's not a hundred percent who is maybe a little in his head. He's one of those players that gets in his head and he's going to have to show up if he doesn't play game two in Miami on the road, you know? So. And Obi
2: Toppin also didn't have a bad game. I mean, he shot the, no, he had
0: an amazing, he had a really, he had a really good game. I'll say.
2: So, I mean, I I think he had a really good game. They didn't have Randall, but Obi stepped up and gave him like great production. So,
0: I think there was a lot of shots, a couple shots that Obi didn't have to take. You know, obviously he, he was feeling it and he was having a good game. They were going down earlier, so it's fair to shoot the shot. But, you know, it's frustrating when they, they're hitting and then they don't. So um, yeah. Warriors by far the best recent championship runs. I'm not disagreeing with that. Um, it's a good stage. just not for the Knicks. I don't disagree with that. And G said, and we're going to keep beating the Knicks. We're gonna keep beating the Knickerbockers. Shout out to ATS Pod. Hey, are we accepting Bam injury as an excuse for his performance? Any legitimacy behind that injury to y'all knowledge? <laughs> Shout out to Gio, man. Look, as far as the Bam hamstring thing, listen, he'd be all right. That we don't we we're not a team that when a player has a lingering injury, we're going to just seep into look at, like, all right, obviously Tyler Hero's out, Vic is out, and now Jimmy has a fucking sprained ankle, which is looking like a grade three, grade two. But whatever it is, I mean, hey, we got to do what we got to do at the end of the day. And um, do I wish it didn't happen that way? Yeah, but that's how I feel. I don't know how you feel, Kev. I
2: mean, yeah, Bam got to, Bam, whether it's, I mean, I'm sure playing with a hamstring is not, comfortable. But um and if Jimmy is out tomorrow, he's definitely gonna be asked to do a lot more offensively. And I think that'll show us where he is. Because I think I, I think in game one they didn't ask him to do a lot offensively. His job was make sure Mitchell Robinson stays off the offensive glass. Um so it'll be interesting if Jimmy's out to see what they do because I do think he'll need to take on more of a the offensive load. And that means he can't be battling down there with Mitchell Robinson the entire game. Yeah, um, if he's gonna be, you know, playing, uh, you be, have a high usage on on offense. So, um, so
0: Rodney asked, do you guys think we can win without Jimmy at home tomorrow? Who will have to take over? Bam, definitely not the answer. So uh, we're on the road tomorrow. It's game two, and. Do I think we can win? I do think we can win without Jimmy. Like I'm not, I'm not crazy for saying that. Do I like? Is it? Do I feel comfortable with it? Do I feel like super confident about it? No, but uh, I think this Knicks team has showed that they're beatable, and this Heat team has showed that they have overcome a lot of adversity so far and have flipped the script on who they are. So there's a chance for sure. There is a chance, but I mean, this is the Knicks want to tie this series up. Here's their fucking chance. I'll tell you that.
2: Yeah, so. and the, I mean they're gonna come out swinging tomorrow. The Knicks, like I don't think that he'd mm-hmm. expect anything less than the Knicks' best shot tomorrow. Um, but if Jimmy is out, just to answer the question, I think it's got to be Gabe again, but because um, he's he's been the one who's shown up consistently throughout the playoffs. So
0: what I will say is shout out to Caleb Martin. Like yeah right now we'll all run through a brick wall for him and that josh hart impact that the knicks feel that he's having on their team which he is and i'm not downplaying it uh i just said josh hart like that because he flopped and now jimmy's hurt so it's annoying i do fuck with josh hart and i like his game but i mean right now that's 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 crazy so um that impact that he's having caleb martin is bringing that uh to the miami heat you know if not more whatever the case may be now As long as he continues to do what he's doing, you know, hitting the shots when he can, getting quality layups and and key baskets and then playing defense. Right. Like he's not. I know you were talking about offense, so you didn't necessarily bring him up. But just in general, defensively, he's been he's been amazing all playoffs Um, and even just toward the end of the regular season, you know, getting benched for love and and finding his way back into the rotation, this, that and the third. So um, shout out to shout out to Caleb Martin for sure.
2: Also, one other thing, Um, I want to call it, but I'm gonna say we'll see. But he went over five from three in game one, and the way he's been coming around shooting the basketball, knowing more of a having, he's got more of a solidified role. I don't expect Duncan to be over five tomorrow from three. So what were you call? It'll be. uh, That's uh,
0: what you're calling. uh, You don't think he's gonna go for five? You could call that.
2: No, no. I, I was gonna not going to miss a three-pointer like tomorrow. I was going to call the 20-point game for Duncan tomorrow.
0: That's what I wanted you to say. I'm trying to enable <laughs> you, my friend. We need to speak this shit to existence. That's 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 the key. Fuck what if it's if you sound crazy, if you're shit-talking, speak what you feel into existence, all right? Duncan will go for 20. I gave him his props. I seen him today. I let him know we appreciate him. Keep shooting that bitch and uh, it's going to drop and... Um, little things like that i think help i think they help so
2: and one last person who i think could make a big difference two people who i think could make a big difference uh kyle lowry and kevin love just their veteran uh,
0: presence well who who did make a big difference yeah well uh, yeah i mean if jimmy's out right and and then what was great is that yeah he played they played great even though jimmy was there so uh, it's just a major credit to everybody, you know, doing their job. And, and uh, Struce isn't going to struggle as much, I don't believe, on offense as well. Like, I don't think we're going to see the heat of the regular season where everybody was just struggling to find the back, bottom of the net because we've hit shots. We've hit tough shots. We've hit big shots. We've hit open shots. All playoff. So um, I definitely don't see that, you know, slump going for Duncan or Struce. Now, I also on the flip side, know that Jalen Brunson is not going to go 0 for 7 from 3 himself. You know what I'm saying? Um, I expect him to play way better. I expect him to get a lot of what he wants. Not everything. I expect him to get a lot of what he wants. I think the refs are going to be a little more um, ticky-tacky for them. Not more for them, but I guess fans thought that they weren't enough for them. I think we'll see more of it for them. Um, But... uh. It's going to be quite the matchup tomorrow. I loved what Caleb Martin said where he was like, we have to play like we're down 0-3. That's the mentality right there. Yeah. So, shout out to the Heat. We've been on this Heat talk for a minute. I want to kind of switch the flow up a little bit. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts on Suns Nuggets. It looks like the Nuggets are going to take care of their home court advantage. Um, It also looks like they have too much for the Suns to kind of manage on defense, and um, they're just kind of out hustling them. So I don't know if I'm seeing it differently. It was just a one-game thing. Kevin Durant uh, had a good game, but it wasn't enough. Jamal Murray went crazy specifically in the second half. What you guys got in that series? Still got
1: Nuggets. Still got like,
2: you still you have Denver? I still got and how, <clears throat> Nuggets. How many
1: and games? six or seven so it's gonna be a long series um live up there right now suns up by three twenty one eighteen. 18 uh top of the second quarter right now um but yeah excuse me i got suns in, i got out oh, of sorry i got nuggets in uh in six or seven i like
2: the suns at six but um i love kd so i'm a little biased um, yeah i
0: think i think the suns end up pulling away with the series eventually like Denver, to me, just hasn't proven it. So if this is the year they prove it and I'm wrong about it, cool. But I haven't seen enough from Denver in the playoffs to where I'm like, okay, this team is a Western Conference Finals-bound team that can can really win a championship. And this year is is the year to do it, because as we spoke to it earlier, it's open, and, and every team in the playoffs has that chance. But um, as they said, the Knicks and the Heat have the lowest chances. Denver might be right there with them, just because of what we've what we've seen in the past and hey are they playing better you could argue that but i still need to see it against the best at the biggest moments um from the mvp so suns in seven uh like it we got some comments i wanted to read off they were saying kd only dropped 25 i think he had like 25 and 11 or 25 and 16 or some shit like that yeah um, 20 and I thought you was don't 29, you shouldn't i think it was 29 and you should, 11 he had you, you shouldn't have to go off for 35 points just to beat the nuggets every game so i mean it's not like he didn't he didn't play bad he had a couple turnovers that weren't that weren't too great but um i like the i like the suns today i think the suns got a steal one i did start saying it looks like the nuggets are going to take care of home uh, home court but uh, I like this I trend that we're Suns... seeing
1: with uh, away teams winning game twos. I feel like growing up when we would watch it, it would always there would always be long series, and it always be like home team wins the first two. Home team wins. You know, yeah, the second two, maybe, maybe the maybe the 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 lesser seed drops one of their home games because that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. But I feel like for the most part, you would always see the first two games go you know in the home team's favor so i like i like this trend that we're seeing in the last like couple years to be honest
2: makes it look a little more competitive Uh, also um i said this three days ago in my group chat when um i thought because i thought the lakers and warriors were both about to clinch in six but it ended up happening yesterday but um or yesterday sunday whenever it was uh yesterday was sunday so yesterday the uh <laughs> this the see all the seeds left there's 1 through 8 so there's
0: oh i did see that representing the, the semifinals yeah nuggets. we got
2: yeah so i thought that was
0: pretty all the cool. way to the 8 seed heat
2: yeah i'm pretty sure I, but, I, I don't know but being that only six other times an 8 seed has beat a 1 seed i'm pretty sure that this is the only time we've had 1 through 8 numerically left in the playoffs
0: Yeah, I think this is the first time in history they said that shout out to uh, by the way shout out to Snoop Dogg bro Snoop Dogg's always in the news and it's always some cool shit whether it be WWE or um, Some new weed strain, but he's joining Nico Sparks Uh In a bid to buy the Ottawa Senators
1: I think Ryan Reynolds is
0: a part of that group too Just fire Deadpool Shout out to Snoop Um Unless, Unless there's like a the bidding NFL war draft. for it
1: right now. That'd be crazy.
0: We got, we got another NBA game we didn't talk about. Oh, the Lakers and the Warriors. That's kind of the new matchup um, that'll go. But Oh, it was the Kings. No, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Lakers and the Warriors. Suns, Nuggets, Boston, Philly. And then what's the other one? Heat, Knicks. Heat, Knicks. Heat, Knicks. All right, cool. So we're good. Let's go to the <laughs> NFL draft, guys. Uh, it was a good basketball talk I do want to talk a lot of football I'm super excited super excited I know Kev uh, and I share like this this similar anxiety and joy for this new football season where in different positions though because as a Jets fan Kev um, he has one of the best to ever do it now in his college number wearing number eight out there in New York or in New Jersey representing New York um, for the Jets with Garrett going into his second year, Garrett Wilson. Um you guys you guys who did you draft um who did you draft with your first round pick?
2: Uh oh, line, tackle right? Uh, lineman uh, right? Edge rusher from uh Iowa State. Uh Will McDonald.
0: Will McDonald. Yeah. Okay. We How do you feel about draft, that? They said it was a reach.
2: Um, I mean, I think you got to get after the quarterback and um i don't think you can ever have enough pass rushers so that's true, that's um, true. he ran a fourth, 4 440 and said that he feels he could have went faster so i mean if you get an edge rusher who's who's that fast um they i believe they their pick the pick they wanted to go was um that Pittsburgh traded up to get right before him. Oh, right, um, right, right. From, New
0: England uh, traded Pittsburgh the pick and yes. was like, "Yeah, take him. Yeah, take him." So the Jets so don't get him. It was old Bill Belichick. Yeah, old so Bobby Kraft
2: had to pivot, I guess.
0: Uh, and they reached because the Colts got a guy who runs like a four-four. He's a defensive edge and uh, he looks the part in I think the fourth round. So I mean, hey, Will Will McDonald has a farm. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, will mcdonald has a, a potential to be a really good pass rusher we're gonna have to find out and see because you guys did get a high pick and you who was on the board there were there were some other options on the board still
2: well um
0: i believe
2: jackson smith and Jigba was on the board um but our wide receiver room is also
0: like no, I didn't think you guys had to go jacked, uh, wide receiver because, that, yeah, you don't need that. You don't also want four or five people fighting for the spot. And with Aaron Rodgers, you guys are going to be fine. Lazard's there. You guys got uh, Garrett Wilson. You guys signed McCall uh, Hardman. So, like, yeah, you, you should be fine. The, the but... pick
2: that I'm most excited for, though, and I think Aaron Rodgers probably would agree, is um, Zach Koontz or Jack Koontz, tight end. He's like 6'7, something massive, and runs like a 4'5-40. So um I'm excited to see what he looks
0: okay. like. That was a seventh I that was round. Our pick. Last pick, yeah. Yeah, seventh round pick from Arizona via Las Vegas. Tight end Old Dominion, 6'7, 4'5 in the 40. I mean, you got to be excited when you got an athlete. That's the thing. So the Colts, you know, we drafted. uh, I was mentioning we're in a similar situation, and we dove into why we feel that you are a different excited than me because you guys have a chance to really compete for the AFC this year, you feel, um, with a guy like Rodgers at the helm and and a division that's kind of open. When you think about it, the the Dolphins could have won that division last year. And if you guys uh, maybe didn't have some health concerns that you did have, it could have been a little better for you. But this is a year that you could really look at the AFC East like, wow, this is winnable. Um, so that's exciting. But the Colts, on the other hand, we went into the draft looking for a future, right? We need a quarterback. It's been five years. Everybody knows the story. I talk about it all the time. We need a future. And we got the future. And, and, and the Anthony Richardson era in Indianapolis, it, it is underway. Um, I'm, I'm super excited that we got who we presume to be our franchise guy in a physical specimen. Like this athlete here is just never before seen as far as this quarterback position is concerned. And I heard an analogy, I think it was Bucky Brooks talking to, uh, he was talking about how Anthony Richardson can be like the Giannis Antetokounmpo of the NFL where we've just never seen something like this before. And at the size, at the stature, with the athleticism, putting it together with fundamentals and you know IQ, it, it can it can make for amazing things. It can it can go either of both ways, and that's what happens when you draft a rookie quarterback. You never know. Zach Wilson, number two. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that didn't work out. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers getting so- traded over there. But at the same time, you got to take the risk. You got to take the risk, and uh, we did that. Uh, my most exciting moment was definitely anthony richardson who i'm extremely excited to see uh, other you know outside of that is uh josh downs north carolina as a hurricanes fan you know you and i know him well and we've watched him torch miami and other acc teams year in and year out the fact that he was on the board um uh, i want to say it was our third round pick um man like i didn't think he'd be there so and and yeah you know you have your jordan addison and you have your Jackson Smith and Jigman, um, guys like that. But when you talk about a, a burner track speed and you talk about separation skills being, you know, I don't want to use names. I, the comparisons is crazy, but, you know, there, there's only a few guys in the league that can get away from somebody in in just split second with a, with a twitch. You know what I mean? And you guys know those people, so you can kind of compare it to that um, and think about, the hands the composure, the personality of the kid, it it looks like it's going to shape out to be a match made in heaven with six, four Michael Pittman, six, four Alec Pierce on the outside. And you got somebody like him on the inside. Um, You know, I'm, I'm excited to see it. And we also signed uh, Isaiah McKenzie. So that was cool. Um, Are you,
2: would you like him to take a backup role this year? or you want to throw
0: him into the fire play. I mean, bro, you have 13 career starts at Florida. Um, We don't know. We haven't seen it. It's, it's nothing. (laughs) It's nothing. And he's not going to learn NFL speed. He's not going to learn how to read defenses literally until he puts that shoe on and steps into fire. And he's going to make mistakes, bro. He's a rookie quarterback. He's a 13 career start college quarterback who has maximum potential and tremendous ethic, work ethic um, and, and a humble coachable mentality. I mean, that's like match made in heaven for a guy who's coming into a system that was previously run with Jalen Hurts and developed with Jalen Hurts. And before this quarterback coach Shane Steichen, well, our quarterback coach is Cam Turner who was the quarterback coach over there with Kyler Murray in arizona who's another mobile quarterback who can throw the ball um our head coach is a quarterback guru who helped develop in a, in the second year that he was there jalen hurts which was last year ran the whole playbook called the plays and before that he was developing just uh justin herbert who was a way more polished you know quarterback coming into the league but at the same time i mean we look at what justin herbert is now in the league and and it's it's elite so I'm I'm more than confident that our head coach can get Anthony Richardson uh, slowly but surely where he needs to be. Um, so it's just exciting to know that we have an a organization behind him that's willing to wait and willing to do the right thing. And it sounds like from what I'm hearing, he if 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 he doesn't do anything to fuck the job up, he's going to be our week one starter.
2: Have you got who else? What other quarterback is on the roster?
0: <laughs> Gardner Minshew who played with Philly and Shane Steichen last year um, it wasn't promising he, he played decent in the Dallas game and then he played bad in another game when he started when Jalen Hurts went down so it's it's a stop yeah, it's just one of those things where it's 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 the character of the man it's the knowledge you know he has of the game and how he can help in a quarterback room setting teach a young rookie um, who wants to be here. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things that that makes sense. So shout out to Gardner Minchu. I think he has a crucial role here in Indy, along with our quarterbacks, Coach Cam Turner, Head Coach Shane Steichen, Offensive Coordinator, and also uh, General Manager Chris Chris Ballard being patient with him. So the Colts drafted athletes. If you look at their like, athletic grade, everybody's in like 80 90%. Um, we drafted Julius Brent's cornerback out of K-State, and – you know he was he was a Big 12 championship winner. He locked up Quentin Johnson at times in that game, and um, his wingspan is, is his arms are going past his knees. You know what I'm saying? At a six two, uh-huh. likes to hit. So you gotta you gotta uh, you gotta love what we've gotten and and we've tried to put a step forward because we addressed areas that we needed, and everybody's giving us a plus grade. So I'll be happy with that. Um, did you guys have any other standout? Thoughts about the draft, just generally?
2: I mean, nothing that uh, stands out. I think everybody thinks Philly had a great draft. Um, they had a great draft weekend, uh, getting DeAndre Swift. And then their first round was, I think, clearly better than everybody else. Um, just for who they got and where they got them.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, so- Jalen Carter at fucking, what was it, 10. Nine, they oh, traded nine. up to nine, yeah. right? Nine. They yeah. traded up to nine. That's insane, bro. Was, the way he
2: started falling, I was I was sitting there hoping he was there at fifteen.
0: <laughs> and you you have to. Like, I mean, listen, you guys want to pass on him? He does have a story and there is that, that character flaw, you know, or I don't even want to go with character flaw. I don't know him. You know, I don't know him personally, and mm-hmm. I'm not the one to evaluate that or say. Um, obviously, I only know as as much as I'm told and, and what I speculate from that, but at the end of the day, bro, the dude is is arguably the best player in the draft and uh, somebody who's a, a young man, bro, like young, young person. You act like, you know, we're, imagine at our age when he's a 28-year-old vet in this league. What has he done? How many Super Bowls did he win a defensive player of the year award? And did he change as a man? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure he will. So, yeah. Shout out to Jalen Carter. Um, I wanted to ask you guys two questions about that. First, about the top ten. My first one is do you like what Houston did with the trade and getting CJ Stroud and Will Anderson giving up some capital? Kev? Yeah, Kev.
2: Oh, okay. Uh I I they gave up next year's first two, right? you got to know you're going to be good this year. Like there's no way you can give up next year's pick and be bad again. Because then it's like, what, what are you doing now? So you just, you, yeah, you have. Yeah, it's kind of like I always say,
1: when I mean, a win now league, like it's, you got to do it now. The windows are, the windows are, are, are small and they're closing fast for anyone that even has a window
0: right now. Well, well, all right, if I can, let's be fucking for real. It's Houston, right? And Houston isn't going to be good for some time. <laughs> like, they're going through a new head coach situation who I believe has a bright future over there. They just got a quarterback. They have a, So what they did, all right, cool. And, but what where they are and all the holes in the roster that they have, like, it, it's not like they're going to win now. They're not right, going to win in the next five years. So and That's a win-now move. I don't agree. I, I to, So how I feel is like you gave up your first round next year. I don't think Houston's going to be the worst team in the league. I don't think Houston has the number one pick overall next year.
1: But I would hope CJ five. Stroud,
0: Ooh. it will be top five, but I just hope CJ Stroud does not go through a season of where he's a number one pick. But um, you mentioned it as a Jets fan, everybody needs a pass rusher. I said Jalen Carter was arguably the best player in this draft. The argument is Will Anderson. And Will Anderson, being able to get him at three as a top two player in this draft, whether he's a top three player, if you want to say, Bryce Young is is that guy, Um, which I – not that sounded weird. I do think Bryce Young is that guy, but, like, as far as top two. Um, Will Anderson has an argument for top two, and the Texans – traded next year's pick for they don't know what they're going to get they, they you want marvin harrison next year or caleb williams they got their quarterback already and i'm sure they're not going to just want to fall in love with caleb williams after cj i don't think cj Stroud is going to be a bust and i don't think you should treat him bad after a struggle year so we're looking at they have their quarterback for the future now they went and got a cornerstone pass rusher um are there other holes they could have addressed could they have kept that first round pick for next year yes um but outside of Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison, and then like a Brock Bowers, I don't, it's way too early because they, we're going to see players next year that ball out and we're like, yo, that's a top five pick right there. We need him, need him. So I don't want to do that. But at the same time, you know what Will Anderson is right now, what he can bring to your franchise. So, like, I like the, the risky, like, we haven't done something like this before. Like, let's get it, let's get after it. Let's try to bring these dogs in right now, you know, while we know. Like he I think that sense. I think that the first year this year, uh the, the first round this year, you're getting more value than what you would get with you'll get more value with Will Anderson than what you'll get next year with your first round pick. That's fair. It's my argument, not a fact. I'm just saying like that's my argument.
2: Yeah, I mean I I think that CJ Stroud would be very happy if you bring Marvin Harrison of course. and let him play with him of next course. year. But now or even option, Brock
0: Bowers yeah, but I don't know if if uh if that if D'Amico Ryan's would be as happy if he's got nobody getting no pressure or changing the temperature in the room on defense over there, and you know he's a defensive coach, you know, so like D'Amico got his guy. They got John Mechie over there. They got uh they drafted another uh, young wide receiver over there in Houston. What's his name? Uh, fuck. In Houston, I know they got John Mechie and they got somebody else, but receiver, you know, you're gonna find they somebody. Robert you're Woods. gonna find someone it's a stopgap but fair to your point he's an nfl vet you know and and that's fair like cj is gonna be fine with some of the guys they got like you're not gonna be fine with not having a will anderson type guy on your team if you had the opportunity to
2: he could have been a stopgap for marvin harrison jr but that's out the window
0: i think i think um marvin harrison jr i think will anderson does more for the franchise than marvin harrison jr but I still think that neither of them are going to truly impact winning in Houston because it's Houston. And the GM is 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 the GM and the owner still the owner. So they got to figure some other stuff out. Plus, you look at it now, you know, don't look now, but Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is coming into his own. And uh, Indianapolis still has quality pieces on that team with we don't know at quarterback. It's a big we don't know, you know. Um, Will Levis, Will Levis, Will Levis. Will Levis? That wasn't the top ten pick that I wanted to transition to because it wasn't a top ten pick. We thought he'd be not. a top ten yeah. pick. He was a second round pick. So we'll talk about him in round two of the draft talk. In round one of the draft talk. In top ten, I wanted to ask you uh, to start with EP. What do you guys feel about the Falcons at number eight drafting Bijan running back? Uh, Bijan Robinson. Running <laughs> Sorry, back running back out of Texas. Yeah,
2: I love Bijan Robinson. Preface this with with that. I hate that pick oh. for Atlanta. Can I say I this real quick for Atlanta?
0: Can I say this real quick, Kev? Because I'm gonna let you finish. Yeah. I love Kyle Pitts, but I hate that pick for Atlanta.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean that. That's that's it. Like that's the thing. what. What are we doing, are bro? Positions you draft. What are we doing, high, bro? When you have a quarterback. Like, that's what Aaron Rodgers has been like wishing Sucks. the Packers would do for 18 years was like draft a wide, uh, wide, uh, tight end like that or a running back like that or in the first round. But like, the Falcons don't have that guy or at least a proven guy. Like, you gotta, uh, there's, uh, they they have so many other needs. So
1: has, there, has there been a running be back that's been drafted in the first round? It's been successful in, the, in like the last. What up, Jay? I mean Zeke was good Zeke was elite
2: For For two years. Years. T- a couple. I say four years I would say four years He was very good He
0: was a top Elite five for, for like four years, years Is a stretch Top five say, back for four years uh, Okay okay I mean that's pretty elite that If so you're so top five I'd say he From 20 what sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, I'd say nineteen. 17 that 19 In that
1: fourth year here. He was teetering at six
0: Fair enough
2: but i mean that's it but running back is also that's all you're gonna get really unless you have a look Adrian at the giants Peterson. with
0: saquon you know what i mean that's true type of deal yeah and and they haven't reached their peak as far as what they can be they're getting to that point of like oh shit this giant team and now they had to sign saquon you know what i mean like You have to spend that money on them where it's like and that money could have went elsewhere and not to say saquon wasn't a big part of this but at the same time well he was a great part of this season for sure but as far as just building to get to this point a lot of injuries throughout that you know what i'm saying and a lot of things that were unnecessary as far as that number three pick in 2018 but You got to, you know, you fall in love with the specimen. You fall in love with the athlete, with what you see on tape. And it's hard as a GM to like be John Robinson, bro. Like, come on, you get a chance at that, to bring that to your city and, and put that in front of your fans. You know, that's going to sell tickets. Of course it is. People are going to buy jerseys. Of course they are. But are we going to see Desmond Ritter lead that team to an NFC South championship soon? In a wide open NFC South? I mean, we've seen crazier yeah, things. No, I you, think. <laughs> I
2: mean, so Carolina just
1: Saints. Bryce Young. The Saints.
0: The Saints will be the team. Got Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Yeah. You know what I mean? Michael Thomas, Kamara, uh, Demarco, uh, Demarco Davis. What's his name? Demario De- 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 Davis. Davis. Yeah. Um, Tyre Mat- Matthew's over there, right? Juice Landry. Mm-hmm. Marcus Colloway. I think you got some guys over there. Too. Who's that?
2: I think Jarvis might still be a free agent
0: right now. He might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he might be. He might be. So, I mean, there's that's definitely the favorite. You know what I mean? Definitely the favorite. I, I do want to, since we're talking about the NFC South, just put out, you know, condolences uh, to Shaquille Barrett's family in general. You know what I mean? Everybody that's involved in that situation, just prayers out to you and, um, you know, Nothing much else to say, but uh, definitely heartfelt tough tough situation um, Yeah, I, I as we move on to the second round we see guys like uh, will Levis get picked up there, right? See a guy like will Levis get picked up there by the Titans who trade up to like the second pick of the second round and um, now they've got now they've got uh Malik Willis Ryan Tannehill and Mr. Uh, mayonnaise in his coffee. Supposedly, that's that's false. He 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 came out and was like, "I don't know where they got that from, but that's false." He's on. So I'll give him that. That's true. Maybe it was AI, Kev.
2: I don't know, bro. There's a video of him putting mayo in his coffee, and there's a video of him eating bananas with peels on them.
0: Whoa! He's a serial
2: killer. Yeah. No. It's, he said it's with
0: peels. It's peels on him. It's so funny because it's a banana peel because you peeled it off the banana, but it's the skin of the banana, which is what was on. That's funny. It's just what yeah, sorry. Whatever. <laughs> he's got peels on the bananas. And
1: he's <laughs> eating them. And the peels. Bro,
2: that's like the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like he wonders why he slipped to the second round. I tell him why.
0: <laughs> and he thing, said, hey, he gonna attend. nobody
2: wants to be around that.
0: You go you go to a quarterback meeting in the morning and like you get your coffee. Everybody's like fucking let's go man getting their coffee Let's go baby. Let's go ready for the meeting. And he's like going in the fridge for the fucking mayo
2: Like come on or like maybe he carries like packets around you know so he can have it on the go
0: He should get a helmet sponsorship. He should stop denying it and just get a helmet sponsorship. Nah, a mayonnaise sponsorship is crazy. Stop (laughs) Hey Yo, man, a sponsorship is crazy work.
2: Crazy.
1: Oh, man. Mayo
0: on that beat. Hey. (laughs) Hey. But do you guys think he's going to find success in Tennessee or do you think he's just going to be one of those Josh Rosens or not even so bad, but like a Malik Willis type of thing? Malik Willis. Damn.
2: Uh, Can't say enough. Uh, You're asking
1: if they're going to have success, if he's going to have success in Tennessee. Like, you got to think about the question in itself
2: in Tennessee.
0: I mean, Ryan Tannehill is not that guy. And he's also coming to the ending of his tenure. Like, let's be real. What What is is their future look like? We got to remember that this is a new GM going into the season for Tennessee. So it's kind of like, what does he want to do with this thing? You know? Yeah, I mean, there was already
2: reports of trading Derrick Henry in the offseason.
0: So they also saying that they're gonna start Will Levis at quarterback three and uh Ooh. it'll be Malik Willis at two. To me, if you trade up in the second round for a quarterback and you're gonna put him at number three on the depth chart, you've got some fucking problems.
1: Yeah.
0: Especially Facts. if quarterback two numbers look the way they do and look, what i'll say about this is no disrespect to malik willis but if you google his stats and see what he's done for the Titans so far you wouldn't understand why malik willis is the second quarterback on the depth chart well, you wouldn't, understand Hill wouldn't why he would him, trade why that's true that's true but he will mentor will <laughs> levis Let's yo that, that, would that would be crazy
1: that would be you know it's funny crazy. on
0: the espn broadcast they were saying like Tannehill's. he's going to a good spot you know Tannehill's a good guy and he's going to do the right thing and be there for him and help him out and they might have am like <laughs> did we not are we not are we going to ignore the fact that he literally came out and said that's not his job like isn't that the same guy so I don't know but um, it's like that ain't white I think I think he's in a good situation. Tennessee Tennessee is fraud. They're playoff fraud, right? Like they can play a regular season and do decent in the regular season and compete here and there. And they have players on defense. Um they they also drafted a trailer on Burke and have a, a running back, but I don't know. I'm not gonna root for him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I root for C.J. Stroud, though, just because I actually watched him in college a lot more. I fuck with Ohio State quarterbacks. And, and C.J. Stroud, you know, he's he's more of, more of my speed, I'll say. More of my speed. Not like that. But uh, the Titans, like, like Texans is little bro. Titans is little bro, too. But the Titans be trying to act like big bro. Te- Texans know their place as little bro. Titans be trying to act like big bro. I don't respect that. So... <laughs>
1: Oh. Like, Yo, this just in This just in Uh, The New Jersey Devils have eliminated The New York Rangers In the NHL yeah. playoffs Tough Two and Tough. Of four to zero And the
2: elimination
0: Tough. Tough I'm not gonna lie Four hours ago We got So So I'll just say this This is a we got a no-show at MSG. We got a no-show for Emmanuel Quickly, right? But I mean, here he is showing up to the Met Gala. Hey, go, go like party, my there. boy. Like, he's there.
2: Go have a great he's night, there. my boy. Live he's it up. There.
0: But where is he in terms of basketball? You know, and we got Knicks fans. Shout out to Mora. That's my dog. She said, it's good to know he shows up at some places. And that's the reality that's of the true. situation. So shout out to more shout out to Sean, shout out to Breeze, shout out to Brill, shout out to all my Knicks Twitter, um Twitter supporters and, and friends over there. I fuck with them. Hey man, um quick
2: go go mm. enjoy your night. You only get times in your life, you know what I mean? How many times you get to go to the Met Gala in your life? Go party after parties, I'm sure Thanks. there's gonna be plenty of those. Thanks. I don't want to I I don't even want you home until five in the morning. I mean, home Yo, I'm, in the morning.
0: I'm not going to lie. Live it up. Damn, what I was going to say, I just lost my train of thought. The fuck I was going to say. Oh, damn. Nah, I lost I lost what I was going to say. I'm not going to lie. Totally forgot. I had it. I don't remember it, but it's all good. It'll be there. It'll be there. Um, Which sport is So it? with that, I mean, huh? It was about the heat. Like, it was about... I feel like it was about an interaction today. Okay, it was about an interaction today. It was about an interaction today. Nah, I'm not going to get it. Too <laughs> far, I really thought you yeah, already we'll had it. Showing
2: up. We're getting yeah, somewhere. That's
0: frustrating. That's frustrating, though. It's frustrating. Um, fuck it. Fuck it. It's a lost thought. It's a lost thought. Um, you guys, You guys want to chime in on anything else? You guys got anything else? Hey, um Erling Erland
1: fifty goals this season in overall competitions. Hold on, let me break this down really quick if this is where this is about to go. Can I pull this up real quick? Yeah. Uh maybe so. Maybe not. Erling Erland has scored fifty goals this season. Joins the names of uh Lionel. Cristiano, names like that that I've only done it a you know a handful of times. So, thirty four goals uh, in the Premier League, fifty goals through all competitions that includes Champions League, uh, FA Cups, things like that. He came to the Premier League and uh, set the tone. So, shout out to that boy, earlier, Alon. again because this definitely isn't the first time, probably won't be the last time, and the man is only twenty two years old.
0: Like that's crazy.
1: 22 years old is wild that's crazy yeah
0: no definitely big shout out to him um shout out to the Heat fan heat fans that i met today i met a few heat fans they were cool people um and they they also supported the podcast followed me and all that so shout out to them boys i appreciate that um game two is gonna be fun yo us game two is gonna be fun it's gonna be a dog fight i'm interested to see what the point of attack is with Jimmy Butler probably out. Um, you know, it's gonna be tough if we lose on Twitter. It's gonna be tough. I have to stand my ground. But uh it is face. what it is. It is what it is. I hope y'all boys back me up in them spaces with that. Y'all boys with Kev. Y'all boys is like Kev Oz, you know what I'm saying? Heat fans. <laughs> you know, E E, do you even have a team, bro? I don't know, nah, bro. Right? I like right. basketball. I didn't think so,
2: I'm just a fan of the game.
0: He likes likes basketball boys and girls <laughs> uh, i'm still kind of caught up on what the fuck i was thinking about it pissed me off that i lost it i'm not gonna lie and i'm and i'm not getting it back i'm not getting it back like i'm just uh, what was Hey, it? i got something
1: what else gonna... i got something else i got something else uh three dubs small town ep P- private nate pvt nate live on all streaming platforms right now i'll go stream that right now. right I'll now title Apple Music, wherever you want to listen to it, it's out right now. Stream that uh video next seven days. Check me out.
0: What can they search?
1: Small town EP on everything. Spotify, title, go. Apple Music, S M L T W N, No Vowels. Kind of look like oops. Kind of look like that. You heard? You heard? Small hey. town.
0: Hey, hey, <laughs> that's fire! Yeah, y'all go spin that. Y'all go check that out. Show love, support, all that. Um, Kev, how are things going on y'all end, bro? How's things going with Raven, Raven Productions, Raven Media?
2: Good man, staying busy. Raven is,
0: it's, it's Raven, right? Yeah. All right. yeah. All right. I I, I just gotta make sure famous. I'm saying it right. Gotta make sure I'm saying it right. Um, so we like to yeah, hear, man. bro.
2: Everything's staying busy, but uh. Yeah, excited. I don't know if you've announced it though, but about May.
0: You can let them know.
2: May. I'm. We are going to be in Florida.
0: facts. I'm going to be in Florida. I, know. I, know I thought it was. I thought it was no secret. It's so much bigger. I was like. Uh, I did. I did. I did. I was. I was nervous. I'm like, oh shit, what's going down?
2: <laughs> Drew was like, what the fuck?
1: am i
0: doing what's going on i am excited to go home and or you know go back to florida uh, and uh see my, they're see,
1: back in town. i can
0: stay home i can stay home go back home and see everybody and spend some time with y'all my sister's baby shower man it's like such a surreal feeling um uh i didn't see her when i went to florida because she was up in tampa with my parents so like She's pregnant and it's, I haven't seen my sister pregnant, which is crazy, but, uh, I'll get a chance to see her pregnant and, uh, then I'll have to go back down and, and actually meet the baby. Shout out to Sal. I'm not sure if since we've spoken, um, uh, I've dropped this, but he's got his baby boy, Bryce. Bryce was born, uh, I think April 23rd or 20, 20 something. But uh, shout-out to baby Bryce. We wish you so much love and, and, and blessings in this new world. Um, and baby Charlotte, she's going to be the best big sister ever. So shout-out to Sal and, and have her for making such a beautiful family. Shout-out to uh, Kevin Rachel doing their thing. Shout-out to Small Town, always working. Shout-out to All Things Sports Podcast for uh, getting more known nationally today. That was uh, That was a cool thing. I met some people. What I wanted to do is, like, I want to set a goal that, like, I have to tell, like, every single day that I leave my house, I have to tell at least five people about the podcast. Love that. You know? Yeah. So, like, and I mean, it's tough because it's not like every single time I leave the house, I'm going to be around people that I feel like sports. But at the same time, it's like, it, it doesn't matter, you know? So, like, I'm trying to fight that. Like, fuck it. It don't matter. Just let the word be known, whether it was received or not five people let's go so let's do it kind of where i'm it. at with it kev you got any final thoughts good
2: uh i always got final thoughts aaron rogers is my quarterback it's gonna be a great season Heat and four fuck the knicks i'm
0: gonna end it right there ep of that's
2: kind of that's kind of crazy though the way i did that because it's like i just hyped up a new york team and then said fuck another new york team but that, that's just the way i'm built so
0: you don't Yo, gotta this explain yourself, Kyle.
1: Because of you this year. Fuck the Knicks. Yo.